Welcome to our podcast inside SAP S4HANA. There is no product success without customer success and project success. My name is Yannick Pederschmidt and today it's my pleasure to welcome two guests who've been on our podcast before. You might remember our series, The Art of the Cloud Deployment, and especially that episode five, The Consulting Point of View, from Klaus Treyer and Patrick Rödelmeier from our SAP Intelligent Delivery Group, published in November 2019. Now, one and a half year later, Klaus and Patrick, both very early S4HANA Cloud project implementation experts, are again with us to talk about their lessons learned. First of all, Klaus Patrick, welcome back and thanks for being with us again. Hi, um, Yannick. Thanks a lot for the invitation. Hi, Yannick. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Patrick and Klaus, we will talk today about cloud mindset. And our listeners might say, hey, cloud mindset is not new. We've talked about that on previous podcasts too. But I think our listener will be surprised about the findings that uh, you, Klaus and Patrick, won to share with us. So why is this session important? What do you want to share now with our listeners one and a half years ago about cloud mindset? Thanks a lot, uh, Yannick, for this, um, for the opportunity that we, that we can talk about cloud mindset. The reason why we want to talk about cloud mindset is very simple. We meet a lot of customer with a strong willingness to implement the cloud. But what we then see is that customer does not understand the concept of the cloud. A low cloud mindset, in our opinion, in my opinion, leads to a longer implementation duration, to a higher implementation costs. And really, in the worst case, we have to say it, the project can be stopped. And in order to avoid this, we would like to bring the attention to cloud mindset. So the reason why we find this extremely important is that we want to share the experience here with you from, from customer projects. First of all, let, let us talk about cloud mindset. So what, what does we understand or what is our definition of cloud mindset? First of all, of course, we have to see that the S4HANA public cloud is the software what we are talking about here. But then we have to think about it and to define what we understand uh, of cloud mindset. General, the general description for us, mindset describes for us the way how we are thinking, our beliefs, our habits, as well our attitude of a, yeah, I would say of a human being. What is important is companies or a group does not have an own mindset. A mindset is always about an individual. This is for us um, the key point. So therefore, what we think cloud mindset means for us that standard processes are great. This means an organization should adapt to the standard process, should use the standard process. Secondly, what we think is um, to embrace the change. A change is good. Innovation through the new cloud services leads to a constant change. And therefore, we need a strong willingness that we change, that we, uh, we, that we welcome a change. For us also, cloud mindset means that we can use the cloud anytime, anywhere, and any device. This is what we would expect. So everything is available. Um, on multi-devices. 
at any time. And what is really also necessary is the cloud set should grow. So change what we have in the cloud uh, through new innovation, which comes with new releases. Um, we need that we constantly grow and we learn as a person. Yeah, and uh, in other words, I would say the cloud mindset is basically the ability to easily adapt yourself to the standard best practices, which are the processes and technologies in S4HANA Cloud. Now let's go a bit into the project culture or maybe the project mindset in the end. What do customers need to consider to really have the cloud mindset you're talking about? Yannick, in, in order to answer this question, um, we, there, are, there are two parts in, this, in, in our answer. Um, the one view um, is before the project. The other view, and this will explain um, Patrick um, after me, is um, during the project. But let's start with the, with the, with the first part before the project. Um, what is important when you go into the cloud is to conduct a discovery workshop to identify the scope. This is necessary because you have to understand whether the cloud fits to you, to your company. And the functionality, what we have in the cloud is covered by our, by, by our software. So basically, you need to check out the functionality. But the functionality is just one part. We need also to understand the implementation method, which I can just only repeat it. Activate is important to understand and to follow when it comes to the implementation. Klaus, I have a question for you. Is it possible now, um, after so many years of implementation, actually to implement S4HANA Cloud following another methodology than the SCP Activate methodology? No. No. Um, for me, always, when I explain activate to a customer, then it's where I say um, activate is more than a methodology. It provides you with information how you implement. It provides you with accelerators which needs to be used in order to work with the cloud, for example, to upload data, um, to upload information to the system. So Cloud Activate is the basis in order to work with the S4HANA Cloud during the implementation and also later on when you adapt new innovation to the system. And there is also one point um, which is important to understand before the project and where we try to, to bring our focus on it when we talk to customer. To understand what we from SAP defines as cloud as our software. For example, you have four releases, currently four releases within S4HANA Cloud, one part. One of our recommendations is also Start small with less scope that you can work with it and then grow. Not to start with a project uh, where you have all the, 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 the requirements at one, on, at one place. Try to slice and dice in smaller portion. Because always think about it, it's a transformation for your organization. Then there's also important to have a change management because a project can only be successful if you take the hands of your project 
members and of the organization that they understand what we want to do. And last but not least, one important point, best practices with a pre-configured solution. And please accept the standard. The more you accept, the less you have to adapt the system, which makes your life much more easier. Thanks, Klaus. So now I think we understood what's, um, what's needed before the project, before the project starts. Patrick, now um, over, over to you. What should our customer consider during the implementation phase of their project? In terms of cloud mindset, I see three parts here in the project. One is learning. Second is understanding. And the third one is using. So um, for the learn part, which is in the prepare phase, the most important topic is the customer self-enablement because this takes time. Um, you need to create an enablement plan in the very first beginning to review the content, to review the scope items you have in scope for your project, and then you have to learn, you have to dig in and basically understand what are the, the needs for every individual, as Klaus said, to learn and see what the cloud can give you and here, it's really important that the customers in the lead to take time for self-enablement. And for sure, we from SAP or your implementation partner, but also the success preferred success uh, CSMs and, and other uh, um, colleagues can help you to basically create such an enablement plan. So in the prepare phase, it's all about learning. And the cloud is different now. Yeah? When we implement S4HANA Cloud, there are new ways to learn. So in the past with ECC, for example, you, you just booked a course and you went maybe to Waldorf to the International Education Center. You, you took, I don't know, two, three weeks to learn ERP processes, but in the cloud, it's different. In the cloud, we have completely new ways for learning. We have preferred success as additional offering. We have learning hub. We have learning journeys for every role in your company. There are so many blocks from product management already created and also from, from IDG where you can directly learn and see how other projects did specific um, implementations and what they gained from it. There are communities, there are in-app helps and, and also task tutorials where you can directly um, click through the best practices in a guided way. So there is, as you hear, right, there are so many different ways now to learn, and it's important already in the prepare phase to understand what is available for me to learn. So that's the first part. For sure, then we come to the explore phase, and here, I, that's the same what I said uh, in November 2019 to you, Yannick, that you have to use the starter system. That's, that's one of the biggest activities also in the project is to use the starter system during the explore phase to test around, to play around, and to really understand the best practice processes. It's the customer duty to learn. That's, that's why I strengthen this point. The customer have to check left and right. And what we always face in our customer projects is that the customer sits in the workshops and wants to get entertained. They, they, they come into the project, they come into the workshop and say, okay, now SAP or a partner is here, please explain me the best practices and how the ERP works. But the fit to standard workshops really focuses um, on the best practice, what we can give you, but it will not explain you the entire SAP ERP end to end processes. So there needs to be a self invest. There needs to be a, an enablement plan, a customer self enablement plan to really 
test, to use this data, to look left and right. So the bottom line is if you don't invest in that enablement, you won't make it in time and in budget in the project. So that's basically all about the learning part. Then we come to the understanding part. So once you, you took um, time for the learning, then you come to the explore phase and realize phase where you have the fit to standard workgroups, where you are engaged also in the uh, configuration and sprint testing, because here you will be able to connect the dots, what you learned, what you heard in the workshops, in the sprints, in the testing, you will be able to connect the dots. And this is really important that also during the, the explore phase and realize phase, you need to have the right people, they need to have enough time to test and they need to have the time to support the implementation project also in testing that they can really understand the ERP processes end to end. So that's the understanding part. Let's, let's go to the usage part. So once we, we entered the, the realize phase and coming to the end of the, let's say, configuration phase and sprint phase, there will be a key point in Activate, which is the solution walkthrough. And here, it's really important that the customer is taking ownership now of the solution. That means that the key users, they need to be able to run end-to-end -end processes and to demonstrate exactly what we together aligned in the project to their audience, to their maybe stakeholder, to their business decision takers. So the customer then has to be in the lead to demonstrate the solution end-to-end. -end. It's not like in the old world that that you basically go live with the Big Bang, you you have your weekly or bi-weekly shipments, deployments to, to the P-System, and basically after the realize phase, you have already um, a ready configured solution which you can demonstrate. And here, it's really important that the customer is able to demonstrate his own processes in the new system. And here, you will face a, an, an impact, a change, because once you go into a new ERP software, there needs to be also business change in place. So maybe certain users did certain steps like creating reports uh, a day per week or did um, specific processes in the past and now this is maybe automated. So you, which is also part of the cloud mindset that it's not just a change of configuration or trying to to migrate yourself to a new ERP, it's also business change. And latest in the solution walkthrough, when you show and demonstrate your end-to-end -end processes, you will face that there will be changes in your organization. And that's also the key point of the understanding and the usage that you understand what will be the impact if we go with the best practices. What does it mean for every role and user or potential user in the new system? What do we need to do? or change management to cope this. And this is also one important thing in the, in the project that customer underestimate the business change they are facing with a new cloud ERP system. So for, for me, there are two things here. The, the known way by many, many, including me, which is the implementation guide and the different customizing activities, right? Uh, thousands of people know that. Um, and this is where you would, for example, set up accounting and financial close. Now there's the new way where accounting and financial close is a uh, scope item J58. Can you allude on this? What's the purpose of a scope item? Sure. So what is a scope item? Scope item is basically a process, like a 
a defined process or it could also be a feature of SAP in the product which combines different topics. The scope item combines the best uh, the, the process itself, the um, the process flow, and it's also attached to um, a test script, a setup guide. So whatever is behind a specific process, this is all combined in a so-called scope item where you find all necessary information to run the best practice uh, um, process in your system, where you also find out what needs to be configured in a certain scope items, if there's a setup guide, for example, available. And it also, when you activate a scope item, so there's also technical background with it, you have to activate a scope item. And once it's activated, you can directly use it in your system and you would find out in the so-called best practices explorer for S4HANA Cloud, you would find all the information I just mentioned that you know how to apply and how to test this best practice um, scope item in your environment. Okay, I understand, that's clear. So there's no configuration and OSAP is not planning to bring the configuration back because this is absolutely not the purpose of a cloud system based on end-to-end -end best practices. And we talk about scope item like J58 for accounting and financial close. Um, I'm coming from purchasing, I know the 2XT for central purchasing. But hey, how do customers react to that change? Basically, they love it because you go away from configuration perspective, you go to a business process perspective. You're not, you're not speaking with a customer in a project about configuration. You start with a process, and that's the big change. So when, when Klaus is um, talking to the customers in the so-called discovery phase before actually we start a project, it's all about the scope items. There is a tool called Digital Discovery Assessment, where the customer, together with our advisory, pre-sales, and, and also other services, they, they go together in the so-called Digital Discovery Assessment and go step-by-step step through all the scope items and have a look to it. Because as I said, the scope item is combining the process, the, the steps behind it, like the process flow, and what kind of impact and roles this process will face um, in the implementation. So you have all information available bundled in a so-called scope item. And once you activate it in your queue environment, for example, you would directly know what does it mean for me and what do I need to have a look in the configuration to, to, to use the standard or to even configure if something is missing. And might be just to complete here, Janet, what is really interesting, and I completely agree with, uh, with Patrick what he said. Interesting. I mean, they, they, they love the fact that they have a documentation. They love the fact that they have a test script and what they see in the system and how it's uh, from a user experience. But the funny part is also when you talk about these topics it, yeah, and you, you explain how what kind of best practices we have implemented in the system, the last question is always, and where is now the IMG where I can do my old settings? And this is, and this is also the deep wish for this session here to explain the customer and this is also the cloud mindset listen of course you can do some changes in the system this is not what we want to avoid but we would like to bring you to the point where you say whatever we we we, we roll out in the software please use it and don't change it um, too much or look for any kind of additional requirements or requirements what you have in order to place this in the system now that we approach the very end of that interesting podcast, 
both of us told us what the cloud mindset was and why it's so important and why customers need to be aware about a cultural change before the project starts. You told us why before and during the projects, it is important to stick to those working assumptions, to the product standards, to the methodology. I have one last question, maybe regarding tools and automation to help customers stick to that. How the tools or services to support on that topic? Yeah, so one important item which I explained in the, in the learn and the prepare phase is the self-enablement plan. So just with this uh, last release, there was a, there's a new activate task now released where I also um, supported the activate uh, colleagues to, to, to bring some more content into activate which is so-called the customer self-enablement activity. And here we need to strengthen this. And how? It is basically that in every customer project, we need to have a kind of joint workshop with the customer and with the implementation partner, including the customer success manager or customer engagement executive to have a combined enablement plan created for the customer. So how can we support customer projects is that together with SAP, together with a partner, we need to help the customer understanding what kind of assets are available in S4HANA Cloud. With assets, I mean, as I said, what kind of learning possibilities, which kind of learning journeys are necessary for the customer based on his selected scope items? What do we uh, recommend as learning videos or um, blogs the customer should read in order to, yeah, in order to um, enable him for the fit to standard workshops. And here I see also a big duty on SAP side or in the project side that we need to help the customer finding the right assets for their own learning. This is one aspect. The second aspect is um, we are offering also specific services. So if a customer wants to check if he's really cloud ready. So cloud readiness, how can a customer specify if he's already ready for an S4HANA cloud implementation? There are, for example, services available, which you can also find in Activate. And I will post the, the, the links to this um, in the show notes. Um, there's, for example, a so-called cloud mindset assessment available where customers can directly download. And there are, is basically a questionnaire where the customer can, can review the questionnaire and based on the answers, he gets a feedback if he's already cloud ready for an implementation. And if the customer needs help um, to specify if he's ready for the cloud, there are also um, digital culture advisory services from SAP or also organizational change management advisory services. So there are services in place from SAP to support the customer to get to the right cloud mindset. And if a customer sticks what Cloud and I explained today, then we would call him Cloud Ready. So that's the shift from what's the cloud mindset, how to get there, and if he's there, then I would call a customer Cloud Ready. Patrick and Klaus, thanks very much for this very interesting conversation. Uh, it, it was for me a great pleasure catching up with you again. And hey, I suggest we make a series out of that. And as a good tradition, we might meet again in a year and a half latest. 
As always, if you like this episode or if you have any feedback or would like to propose other special topics of your interest like today's, engage with us via InsideS4 at sap.com. Stay safe, stay tuned, and always be inside SAP S4HANA. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye.